is up, everybody? It is John, and we are here with the awesome Bonnie. Bonnie, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Bonnie, where are you from, and who are you representing here today? Well, uh, so I'm originally from Lakewood, and then my husband and I moved into Asbury and lived here for about five years, and now I live in Wanamassa. Nice, nice. And what's your company? And I am here from Taste of Asbury Food Tours. Nice. Taste of Asbury Food Tours. Thank you. And Jenna. What's Hi up, Jenna? Hi, guys. How are you? I <laughs> so always ask them how they are, by you the way. Are, and nobody I wonder if anybody me. ever thinks like, huh, Thanks I'm okay. I wonder if anybody ever mentally says that to themselves. Really like, so. hmm. She starts it off all the time like that. I appreciate that. As like a <laughs> listener, it's like, you care about you're me. You're and you're like, wow, I wanted someone to ask today. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So this is Above Average Driven Millennials. So just to give you some insight. So what we do, we interview entrepreneurs, you know, literally from every different industry, from every landscape. And the difference between us and, you know, any other, whether it's a vlog or a podcast and things like that is we are millennials, obviously, but we, we highlight the fact that business is not always sexy. Right? A lot of people talk about the great times and how it's awesome and people look at all these good stuff. But there are so many pitfalls and there's so many struggles and trials and tribulations. And the cool part about it, though, is that we like to connect because no matter what, at the end of the day, you know, we want to talk about the journey, not just the peak of becoming an entrepreneur. Because right? when you get to that peak and whatever success is to whoever's mind, like that's awesome. But once you reach that point as an entrepreneur, once you reach that point of like you've got everything you wanted to do in business done... It's like, now what, right? You keep going. And then, but, <laughs> yeah. and then, but then you think back and you reflect on the journey and how awesome it was when you freaking got rejected 2,500 times. So what we do here is we kind of connect with entrepreneurs on just some of the, how they got started, you know, some of the struggles they've had. And then also how it started, you know, how you started to see the light. You know what I mean? So um, that's what Above Average Driven Millennials is. And uh, for anybody listening, shout out to Above Average Driven Millennials. Um, <laughs> But talk to us, Bonnie, about your company, what you guys do, and how, first off, how you got started. Okay. So um, we got started. We, my husband and I were, were dating at the time, and we went on a cross-country road trip uh, for six weeks. And we were out in California visiting friends, heading mm-hmm. to Seattle. And they told us we had to go to um, Saver Seattle um, in Pike Place Market. It was a food tour. And we didn't really know what a food tour was. And they said, three hours, you get to explore the town, and you eat a ton of food. And I said, okay, of course. That's perfect. So we went, and we loved it. And then we continued down to Chicago, and we did another one there, and we loved it. And we came back home and realized this would be perfect for Asbury. Everything was so close and there's so many delicious restaurants right. it was such a growing and thriving city we said this would be perfect and it was one of those things that you just kind of put on the back burner forever we, it was one of those dreams right. and then we had our son river two years ago and my husband looked at me and said we got to do this let's do this for him let's make this dream a reality and that day we bought our domain name and we started looking up like how to run a business because we're (laughs) both teachers and we're not from the business community. And so that was, you know, we just Googled everything we could. Everything under the sun. Yeah. And we started writing a business plan and that was kind of helped us get a direction and a focus for us. And then once we had that, we just started going to all these, you know, restaurants and shops in here and just saying, do you want to be on the tour? You know, we wanted to, we do pay our restaurants because we wanted to support local business. We thought that was a, such an important part of our journey. But we also needed a lot of their help. So Of course, getting you guys out there and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, so the first people that like really helped us were just wonderful. You know, Kimmy from Confections of a Rockstar, we went in there. And she had her friend Teresa was working. and she Shout was out like, to Kimmy. Kimmy is the best. <laughs> and Teresa was like, this is going to be a great, like, this is going to be a great business. Like, I really have high hopes for you. And that kind of was, like, just what we needed to say, okay, let's go. Let's Got keep you over going. the hump. Yeah. And so we just went around and we started to get places and started to build tours. And that was kind of the start of it. Are you guys you, are you guys the only game in town right now? Because I don't know any other. Yeah, we're the only. Um, the historical society does like walking history, like historical tours, and Got I it. yeah, 
Um, but yeah, we're the only food tour in town, right. and um, we do give like a little history. So what it is basically is you go to six or seven different restaurants, you learn a little history on Asbury, you talk to chefs and owners, mm. and we highlight like some of their best food. So it's just really such like a nice experience. You're not waiting in the lines, you're not deciding right. where do I go, what do I eat when I go there, and right. it's just we kind of take all that like guessing out of it. And you get to see seven spots that people are like, some are big names, some are ones that people are like, I would have never even thought to go here. Yeah. So, that is awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and and so talk to us about, like, so you got, what, how long have you guys been operating? So this is only our second season. Okay. We, um, so, so second we, year. Yeah. We started in July last year and we ran like a dry run with our friends and we were okay. like, come on, we, you know, we'll take care of Let's everything, but you've got to tell us honestly, like what we need to do to right. step up our game. Right. So, um, we, so we did that and then we kind of were like, just, we were Instagramming and Facebooking and right. that was it. And it was kind of, people were finding us. They were Googling things to do in Asbury. And right. so that's kind of how it got started. Wow. Yeah. And now going into our second season, um, we're doing really well. And we've also expanded. Uh, we work with Jesse, who does the pedicycle tours. It's like a 15-person bike. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that. we work with him and we do uh, pedicycle food and like boozy kind of tour. And mm. then... We also do uh, Pedago in Spring Lakes, which is like an electric bike. Right. So we ride from Spring Lake into Asbury, do the food tour, and then you can keep the bike for the rest of the day, or you can go back to Spring Lake. Right. So we're just starting to expand. We're actually working on like doing like a dog tour. We did a vegan tour. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, a day with your dog. Uh, so. <laughs> oh my god. That's yeah. So awesome. we do specialty tours. We love to do private tours. I just did like a bachelorette party, and we can customize tours. We like. We really are just kind of like very flexible in what we do. We love what we do. We have a bunch of restaurants and yeah. some people will call us and say like, listen, I really want to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, all right, let me build you a tour. And it's great for like corporate events too. We've mm-hmm. had a lot of people come and do team building or like rewards for their like company. Yeah. And it's just such a cool experience. We've done Christmas parties. We've we've done a lot in the, in the first That's two years. So cool. But you're right. It's like you keep, go- you just want to keep going. So now, is this a seasonal business? Or are you all year round? We're all year round. We oh, do, cool. Okay. Yeah, we do very well uh, summer, obviously, right. and we did very well in the fall last Good. year. A lot of because it was so beautiful. But What's your favorite season? Um, I like fall. Yeah, I do. Too. I, I do like, like the fall. Fall it's, events are probably so cozy and it, fun. It is. You know what? It's it's like your lo- it is your local summer. You know, yeah. I hate to say it, but it is. Unanimous decision. I'm a fall guy too. Yeah. I'm a fall guy like, too. It's not too hot. You're not worried about like it's not too crowded down yeah. here. And then also like in the fall, we can get some extra restaurants that are just too busy in the summer. Right. You know, so it's just it expands the tour a little more. Right. Awesome. And so now let's get down to the brass tacks, right? <laughs> Talk to us about some struggles you've had. Okay. So because we are both teachers, we're not from the business world. Right. We don't really know what we're doing. Our advertising is where we struggle. We say, right. like, where do you go? Because you have everybody coming at you like, join us, $300. We'll do this for you. Join right. us, $700. And you're, you're like, I'm a startup company with no $100. <laughs> so what do I do? You know? Right. And it's just deciding how do we get our name out there in the right, right. market? Because right. we don't really know that, like the analytics of it all. And we don't right. know how to deal with that. And that's been very hard for us because when people come that would go, how did you find us? Oh, we just Googled things to do in Asbury. Or this one told me there's no set mm. like, Oh, this is always working. So, Right. We don't know. So I'm really, and I've been practicing like my Instagram stories. I'm, <laughs> I have my best friend. She's like teaching me. I'm like, okay, what is it? How do I do this? Do I- <laughs> and she tells me, she's like, I'm very proud. You're getting better at it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, so that's just, it's very hard to, like, I love building the tours. I love giving the tours. That's fine. But right. it's the marketing we, piece. And yes. That. It's like, we know we have something awesome. Know. How do we get it out there yeah. to everybody of course, to know? Of course. And you know what, so that is probably, I would say, just, so I, I started, and just a little insight, I don't know how much you know about us, but so I started my business nine years ago in my parents' basement. I dropped out of college. And so the big thing, the biggest thing for me identifying was, okay, so, you know, I didn't, you know, I don't, I didn't have, I had zero business, you know, 
you know, education. I didn't know anything. And I had no mentors or nothing like that, just Steve Jobs on YouTube. (laughs) So so the the biggest thing for me, though, at that point in time, because at first I was developing websites only first before we became a full marketing firm. Okay. But so for me, the one thing that I became obsessed with was that like every small – because we work with startups across the country. And so a lot, of our, a lot of our startups, they're bootstrapping, right? They have no money. They have nothing, but they need to get out there, right? Yeah. So the one thing I became obsessed with was that you have a product or a service, right? And either way, you are in, every business is doing one thing, and it's solving a problem, right? In your case, the problem is I want to do something. I want to get away. I want to get my mind off stuff, and I want to just go have fun. Exactly. Like, that's, that's the problem that you're solving. And so the, most business people, like I've had to learn that over nine years – but the biggest thing is most people, when they're starting a company, it goes by passion first, right? So this started for you as a passion. Yes. It did not start business etiquette-wise where you're like, I want to make money, so I'm going to go do this. It was like, I want to do this, and obviously I, want, I need to make a living, but, <laughs> but I want to do this. So most people, that's, that's, a, that's the biggest reason why most people want to failing is because they don't know how to market it. And they don't know how to separate the passion from the business. It's true. And so the biggest, biggest thing, I mean, that I've learned and anybody listening, again, we have entrepreneurs listening literally across the globe. Because Adapting Social is in five countries. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, That's so, amazing. Thank you. Congratulations. So, thank you. But so, um, I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously but not. So, but so, um, the biggest thing, though, is it's identifying, right? Like, so I want, because I want to, I want to kind of. You know, for anybody listening, because I'm sure so many listeners, because a lot of entrepreneurs listen to this, I'm sure so many listeners are saying, that's my problem. <laughs> How do I do that? Yeah, yeah. And so the biggest thing, number one, is identifying the problem that you're solving, right? Now, like, when, when I think of, so if we're a design and marketing company, right, and I ask somebody like yourself, what does a design and marketing company do, right? You're like, well, you build websites, you do marketing, you do video content, whatever, right? Social media. And, but at the end of the day, that's not what we do, right? Okay. We, we save entrepreneurs time and we build their businesses for them, right? So no matter what, because like as a business owner, <clears throat> as you guys continue to scale and get busier and busier, there's going to be less time for Bonnie to post on social media or whoever's listening to do a social media post or an email yeah. blast. Because then there's that work-life, we like to say work-life harmony here instead of balance. Because balance was created for people who hate their jobs. And they need a mental balance, right? Because that means sure. one's overlying the other. When you have work-life harmony, that means you're, they're both happy and they're both in great places and you integrate them, right? So, but the biggest thing though is that like most people, they don't, they, they want to they work, they want to make a living, but then they need to be with their family, right? It's and that's terrible. the hardest thing to separate. And as you get busier, I like to think of life as like a pie chart. Every time you take a percentage and you put it somewhere else, it's where is it coming from? Right, so it's coming from your family. It's coming from your personal time. It's coming from your gym time. It's coming from your health time. So no matter what, as a business owner, that's where as you continue to scale, when you have that type of stuff, you can't fully focus on that anymore. And that's why. So for me, just to give you guys some insight, anybody's listening from a marketing company perspective, anybody who owns a marketing company out there, you know, the biggest thing is that we save people time and we build their brands. And, and that's the biggest thing. Doing. Of course, because we listen. We have client. We have clients who sometimes like they're like, you know, I'm a busy developer. Like they're building, you know, skyscrapers, and you know, and like all day long they're doing this, this, that. And sometimes because they're so controlling, they'll want to post on social media at night, or they want to plan content for their website. And it's like, why aren't you with your family? We'll take care of that. So it's number one, identifying who you are and what problem you're solving, right? Yeah. And that's the biggest thing for any business owners out there. So aside from the marketing piece, right, like what is it? Because actually one thing that I think is interesting too, because I want to also help you with just some advice. So what, what makes your company unique? We, we plan for you. It's really kind of like, and my girlfriend said it to me the other day, she was like, you know, people really, it's tough for people to plan things and where they're going to go. So we take all that guesswork out of it. Where am I going to eat? Like, what am I going to have? What do I want to do? We plan it all. So for example, like the bachelorette party we just did this weekend, she called me up. She said, this is what, you know, the bride likes to eat. This is what she likes to drink. And we get to plan that for you. So you don't have to worry about 
making sure that this is going to be a good restaurant or they're going to have a reservation for you. You don't have to worry about all that. Right. We take you around and we take care of you. And we've built these wonderful relationships with these people that love to just have other people come in and share their business and their dreams. Right. So it's just such a nice, all-inclusive kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And listen, and so I'm like, I'm like your perfect customer. <laughs> Me particularly, right? Like, if it wasn't for my wife, I don't even know. Like, I honestly don't know how I'd get by outside of business world. Because <laughs> I'm so my my whole life is so booked and scheduled, and like it's like outside of that, I'm just kind of like go with the flow. I'm like, where are we gonna go? I have no idea what I want to eat. I have no idea where I want to go. Just so, take like, care of it. You don't exactly. want you don't want to have to then plan that part, right. the fun part of you know right. your life. Right. So like we just, plan. Take yeah, you. we plan the fun part of it, and we right. take care of everything. Like when you go, you don't have to worry about tipping or paying. It's your ticket price includes everything. Right. So and you don't have. So like I think I think what part of your your unique identity because that's all what marketing is. You're expressing the problem solving and you're expressing the unique identity you have. Because why is somebody going to work with you guys? Why is somebody want to go on one of the tours? And ultimately, from my perspective, if I saw an ad, for instance, or if I saw like a video that said something along the lines of like make no plans this weekend just come here at this time and you're gonna have a fucking shit show <laughs> like yes. i would be i'm the biggest advocate of that and i'm like i'm there like i don't have to plan i'm gonna eat i'm gonna do this i'm exactly. there <laughs> and on top of it listen all the food and drink you get on the tour you would be spending way more on your own in aspect for sure yeah so that's the other thing it's it's a good price point i feel like right because i know when i go out with you know my husband it's we're spending over a hundred bucks, you oh, know, easily. like easy. You get a drink easily. and appetizer. Jenna, Jenna, Jenna's not a cheap date. Every time, every time <laughs> me and Jenna go out, it's two hundred dollars. It, it, it really is. So yeah. So that's you know, and that's the other thing. It's like we want to make it so that it's not going to break the bank, and you can get out right. and have a fun time with your friends, with your wife, with your group of you know, with your work friends. Like it, right. it's just it creates such a nice like inclusive environment. I just had a tour the other day. They were for a work event and. By the end of the event, it was Friday the 13th, so they were given $13 tattoos. By the end of the event, they were like, we're going to get tattoos together. $13 tattoos? Tattoos, yeah. Oh, they do so it. Yeah. getting one that day. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> they, all, they all left the tour and went and did it. So right. it really just is, it makes for just such a fun environment yeah. to say, let's just yeah. be together. You don't have to think about anything. You yeah. get to just eat, drink, and have fun. Everybody got a taste of Asbury food tours. T- 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 <laughs> yeah, that's what I need them to do. <laughs> and so our overall theme of this is that local business is the heart and soul of every community. Yes. Um, and we just knew, like, when John and I were talking, we knew we would have so much synergy with you because we're both local businesses and we both are obsessed with where we are. Like John yes. was saying, we have clients across multiple countries, but Asbury is our home. Um, you know, we have a home in New York too, but this is primarily where our team is and, you know, we couldn't be prouder to be here. Um, and you should be. It's beautiful. Yeah, we love yeah, right? Asbury. <laughs> Nobody love can Asbury. see it, but this is a beautiful so, office. <laughs> so what's your favorite thank thing? You. Yeah, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, you're awesome. Yeah, you're awesome. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite thing about Asbury Park specifically and the, like growing your business here? It's the people. A hundred percent. It's you could do it without the again the other business owners who were all doing the same thing following a dream leaving yeah. like corporate jobs that they were miserable at or leaving jobs that they were working like non-stop and not being with their families to then do labors of love really they, right. they love their business this is their dreams and everybody wants to help each other out it really is so I've just met such wonderful people and business owners. And to me, it was so intimidating because I wasn't in the business world. And I thought these people were going to be so like, oh, yeah, this is, you know, my business. But no, they're so sweet and helpful. And they're struggling, too. You know, we're, we're all in this together that you just everybody, yep. you know, you have a great idea and you want to pursue that dream and you want to make a difference. You mm-hmm. want to make a mark in some way. And enjoy what you're doing, you know. 100%. I love, I, and I do love teaching. Absolutely love it. But this is a whole nother love that yeah. I have here, you know. Yeah. And that it's just been wonderful working with the people. I I can't say enough about just the community here. Right. And the architecture is beautiful. You have a beach. You have a downtown. It's just such a unique city in itself with such rich history, like right. interesting, fun history. But it's the people, hands down, yeah. that make Asbury wonderful and that have helped us. And That's it's so, awesome. It's so interesting because, like, everyone has a different story, but at the same time, they're all kind of similar. Yeah. You didn't want to settle for something else. You went into business to be with your family more and to do something you love, not 
not you know being at the bottom of some corporate ladder and doing something for someone else yes. and just being a name on paper not feeling valued but you you went and almost everybody who started a small business or a local business has that same fire inside of them that just wanted more and they wanted like you said labors of love they just wanted to work as hard if not harder actually but love every second of it. Well, yeah. and you do. And you know, we put the baby in for a nap, we're working on the business. We yeah. put the baby into sleep, we're working on the business. Yeah. And and it doesn't matter though. You're spending hours there and you're like, I love it. Like yeah. look what we just did. Or like <laughs> you just feel so proud and you really do. It's like your own little baby. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It absolutely is. That's yeah. awesome. And Jenna, what what are your thoughts? Why why do you love Asbury so much? Why do I love Asbury Park? I've, you know what's so funny? I've always loved Asbury Park, and I've always picked Asbury Park, even, like, before we worked here. Um, you know, I moved a ton with my family and when I got married, but when we would go somewhere for the summer, we would choose Asbury Park. Like, we didn't go... I mean, every beach town's great, obviously. Meaning, like, but, your mom and dad brought you to Asbury? Or even me, like, as a teenager and oh, stuff, oh. like, when I started driving, and even my family. Yeah, like, there were so many options of where to go. Um, but we... There's just something about Asbury. It's just unique. It's different. It's not just about the beach, or it's not just about the boardwalk. Like you love dining here. There, there's a great music scene here. There's an artsy scene here. Um, I just always felt very drawn to it, and now working here is like a dream. Um, you know, we'll our, our company here. Like we're all like a family. We'll go on our lunch break, and we'll go rent one of these bikes over here. We'll bike up to the boardwalk, take pictures in front of like one of the art murals. We all of the all of the businesses here know our names. Like we haven't even been in this specific location that long, but we'll go to Pastavolo, and Kathy will be like, "Jen, I know what you want. Are we switching oh it up today?" You know, they're what I mean? wonderful over there, aren't they? <laughs> it's dangerous there. Oh, it's, it's so, so good. It's so delicious. It's dangerous. Like thirty of us literally get in line. <laughs> they know our orders. They know our names, and it's like that anywhere you go. DJs, America's Cup, everywhere here. Um, just made you feel at home instantly it's yes. just so different so it is, it is. it's such a good community it's it, is. Here. it really and is. you just feel it like you can't fake it you can't put pictures online and say come visit like it's you feel it instantly you, you feel do very welcome so. and i like how you said about like the art and the music and the it just it is it's such yeah. a blend of everything that like that I love, that most people love, exactly. you know, and it's just done There's in such a unique... There's something for everyone. Yes. There's, like, the paddle boats you can take your kids on, you can go to yeah. the boardwalk, you can get food, you can go to the beach, you can see a band. Yeah. <laughs> they have, like, the unique spots, like the the pinball museum, mm-hmm. and then they just have so I many little shops. I still feel I've never been there. Yeah. yeah. It's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just something fun and, and unique, something you can't find in every town. Exactly. It's not just, you know, the same typical restaurants, so... And so I'm going to go on John rant. <laughs> so, now... Going on the topic of this podcast before I dive into my love for Asbury, number one, it's like when you look at every so like this to me is like it's like a little mini city, right? Which is why like we loved Red Bank and like little areas like Jersey City and Hoboken in New Jersey, for instance, yeah. like because people don't think of Jersey and they don't think of like having these little cities like this, right? They think of like you know just like green, you know, Garden State. Like anybody, anytime I talk to people, they're like what Asbury Park? Like I have friends who live in California and they're like. That, where is that place? It looks so industrial. That's in Jersey? Like, it's not in New York? So, yeah. first and foremost, like, that's a cool thing. And, like, when you see, like, little communities like this, the one thing that's really cool, or when I say little community, I mean, like, little, like, cities like this, is, like, number one, small business is literally the heart and soul of every community around the, the actually around the globe. It's not just in New Jersey, around the freaking universe. Yeah. So, like, that's the one thing I think is so cool. Because small businesses, they just, they, they provide experience. They provide love, attention. Like, if you, go, if you go on a corporate food tour somewhere, right? Not in Jersey, but just anywhere, right? Those people, they're getting paid minimum wage probably. They don't want to be there. They hate their lives because they're there. No creativity. And there's no creativity. There's no passion. But, like, that's why, like, I pride myself on going, like, when I shop for anything, I always try to the death of me to shop local because I want to support small business. And I know if there's an issue or, like, if I have questions, that person is going to give me everything. They're going to give me the right answer. And, like, the best example I like to give, listen, I worked at Ruby Tuesdays for, like, four years, okay? (laughs) I was, was like, uh, a server there and, like, um, the biggest thing that I realized, though, is, like, when I went there, see, I've always been a very bad employee. Because I, I, I've always, I naturally am like a leader. So my bosses were not, my bosses didn't take kind of to that. Because I wouldn't need their assistance on anything and I would kind of be like a jerk off if they were trying to tell me what to do. 
But the biggest thing, though, is that, like, the one thing I realized, though, is that the people who thought differently from me, normal people, they would literally go there. They would, you know, for instance, somebody ordered coffee, they were getting decaf coffee. Like, the hostesses, they hated seating people. They were so monotone, and they didn't, want, they didn't care about it. When you walk into a, a corporate restaurant, that's the experience you get. You, you get people who are just trying to make a buck and then leave. But when you go to a, like a you know family-owned restaurant, like that family-owned restaurant, like that's their whole life. They're putting their yes. they're, they're missing their children's birthdays. They're doing everything they can to make a living for their family at that restaurant. So they want to make sure you are so happy so that you come back. Those are the experiences that I admire, and that's why number one, that's why we're mainly in Asbury because, like, I don't know any corporate companies that are from Cookman down to the beach, at least off the top of my head, like restaurants or this or that. Like, it's no, all it's all small business. It is all small. So, which like, is nice. it's you know what I'm saying. So, I love that. That's that's the biggest thing that we love about this place is that number one, it's small business, like, to to like the beach to where we are. Yeah. So, that's first and foremost. But like when you were thinking about it, the reason why uh, when you were talking, the reason why you love uh, Asbury Park is because you are eccentric. You are weird. You are different. And <laughs> oh, so, that's so accurate. and so am I. And like I just think like the people that are here, everybody here is fucking weird. And that's why we all, we all love it. They're like, but we're literally, weird together. But we're weird together. <laughs> Asbury Park gets fucking weird. And like literally that. And like this is just a place where you express yourself. It doesn't matter if you're gay. It doesn't matter anything. Like literally, it's just one community. And like that's what I think the biggest thing for us, us being marketers and innovators and and designers and developers, it's like you need to be around a place that's going to actually inspire you right and when you walk around here you see like these different art places that you can buy you know portrait art from and like actual painters and then between that movie theater over there there's like that little thing um it's like that little nook that has like all those like children's toys everywhere like Like the recycle right 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 yeah so it's like it's just so unique and like the biggest thing that i think about is like it's a place where you can really express yourself like for me, when I when I first turned twenty one and I started to come out to Asbury, because I've been I've been literally in Asbury almost every weekend for like well over five years now, <laughs> and so the biggest thing is like for me, like I remember when I first was coming out here, my parents were like, "You're going to Asbury, like you know, you're going with your friends, right?" Like because everyone everyone thinks of Asbury Park still. They were scared. Of they that. were, yeah. and and people still say it that don't like that that are older. They don't know. And but the crazy part though is that like yeah no I'm fine fine and I came out here and like again like five six years ago like you know it's still I feel like I feel, in my opinion I feel like it was like kind of here then but now it's like flaming hot it like is, you nobody can say wrong. when somebody says to me oh yeah, Asbury's coming up I'm like bitch it's fucking up <laughs> okay don't fucking tell me it's coming up this shit is fucking here you see that skyscraper by the beach yeah. you see all these buildings going up yeah. like this shit is here. It is. So that's the, I think that's the biggest thing about Azra. It's just you can express yourself. And like, oh, my point I was gonna make was, I I'm I'm different than than most people. I think I like to be I like to dress differently, right? So I'm a weirdo. I like wearing suits. It could be 90 degrees. I like wearing a suit, right? And sometimes I'll wear different like pops of color and I'll do different things like that. And if I'm like in you know Point Pleasant Beach, for instance, or if I'm like in you know Bricktown, you know where my family's from, and I'm walking around like this, are you going to a wedding? Like, people don't do that down here. No. They normally don't do that, you know? Be who but you want to be. Exactly. But, but when you go to New York, like, if you're in New York and the guy's wearing a clown suit, you don't even think twice about it. You're just yeah. like, you know, because in New York, you express yourself to the maximum. Like, in New York, there's no limits. Asbury Park, I don't know if there's limits yet. I'm still testing them. But, but, but that's, that's the one thing I like about Asbury Park. Because if I'm here, I don't care. Like, literally, it doesn't matter what, how my hair looks. It doesn't matter what's this, this, that, whatever. Like, you could just literally totally be yourself. It does you not totally matter. Can. And that's what I love about this place. That's the coolest part about Asbury Park to me. We couldn't um, be more proud to be here, honestly. Oh, absolutely. We love it. We got to tag Asbury Park. Yeah. In this. I don't know if they have their own uh, Instagram or anything like that. Um, I wanted to ask you both, though, like, what, I mean, you know, obviously I have a lot in common with you both, but you, you both specifically are the owners, the business owners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're both insanely passionate, and you've, you, you've chose a very specific model, like, you chose a business to market to small business. You've always been about local business and small business. You're, you're very choosy about your clients. And same for you. It's all about going to local places. Um, so what makes you guys so passionate about supporting local business? And why should listeners who kind of maybe still don't get the point of it yet, why should they be passionate about supporting small and local business? Okay. And again, <laughs> I keep saying it, but it's the people. Mm-hmm. It really always goes back to the people that that's why you want to support because you absolutely love these people that like I do go in 
with, you know, River to these places and everybody's, or when he's not there, how's River doing? How's, you know, where's Justin? Or Kimmy from Confection, she'll send me home with a cinnamon bun for just, you know, it is just the people that make it so wonderful that you do want to support it. It's also unique stuff. You're not going to your Ruby Tuesdays and getting your salad bar. You're like going in and you're getting homemade pizzas and Korean tacos and, you know, I know, you know. It's just, and even down to like pliables, who is like, they're blowing up everywhere. But yeah. right. I go in there, and Genevieve of pliables is always so sweet and kind. Like her workers, you brought up such a good point about the workers are happy to be there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, everybody, it, it's a family, and I feel like it's a family everywhere. They're building and growing, and people enjoy working there because it is unique and it's a nice environment. It's, right. it's a, everybody is so respectful of each other, and I think that's 100%. what. Is so you're right. It doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. It's like if you're going to come here, you're going to work hard, and we're going to work together. It's going to be awesome. And I again, it just goes back to how the people that make this community so wonderful. Listen, I can't. That's all. That that literally is like everything. And like the, so for so for me, it's exactly what you just said. But I'll compliment it because so. As a human, you express it in the most amazing way when you bring up like the uh, <clears throat> the Kendall Jenner example. Oh my god, yeah, like you crush it. But but the biggest thing to me though is that like small. So like as a small business, right? Like, oh no, actually, let me, let me take a step back. As a as a human being, right? As a human, right? We literally only we feel so amazing when we help other people, right? Like at the end of the day, before there was actually like all this crazy stuff like technology and like cars and everything that we have right now. And you know, in our in our first world country, right? It's like, what was the whole point back then? It was to be a community. It was to survive together. It was to help each other eat. It was to help each other fight off animals. It was to help each other when we were sick. And so, there's a natural instinct in That's every human. Point. You know what I'm saying? And like, and the biggest the biggest thing is like when we help other people. So like, for instance, when we work, we we rarely work with corporate companies. Very rarely. Like Jenna said, we're very picky and choosy with who we choose as clients. And so with us, like, and that's the difference. We make a choice to, to get a client. Like, we only accept a certain type of client. And so for us, the biggest requirement is you're a small business. That's, like, a big thing for us. And why? It's because, like, so for me, like, I think about it as, like, you know, we, we do pro bono cases every year where we'll help small businesses that are failing. And we'll do it for nothing. And we'll help them take their business to the next level. That's amazing. Um, and it's, like, when you look at that right there, it's, like, well, that's the whole point why we're doing this. Like, we're not like at the end of the day, like we've we've had success where we've helped companies 10x right their revenue, and when these people are making way more money because they're working with Adapting Social, the first thing that they come back to us and say is like you know I'm gonna need my son after you like joking around, and then like you know now I'm able to hire more people, I'm able to buy that house that I wanted to buy, I'm able to move out of my house, I'm able to you know eventually now get a new car, like and the the thing is that like we wake up we're here right now. Because we're, we're building a legacy for our family. We're, we're trying to make a living for our family. So at the end of the day, like when you work with a small business, you see that. Like it, it gets lost in corporate, right? It gets lost in corporate. It's not about family. It's not about that. It's just about dollars and cents and, and every penny counts because at the, top, at the top, at the end of the year, that penny equates to millions of dollars. So in a corporate company, you know, I'm sorry, in a small business, you know, it's very different. Like for instance, like with us, like with me, I hated corporate so much. I used to work at Best Buy. I worked at every freaking corporate company as a kid, like you can imagine. And I just hated the fact that literally you were so replaceable. Yes. And like people did not give a shit. Like I'll never forget it. At Ruby Tuesdays, and I'm not saying this because I'm bragging, I was the best server I believe that ever walked out of that place. I swear to God. And I had 15 guests that visited me every Saturday. They came to me, 15 people that specifically would wait for John to be able to take five tables at a time and it was because i care and i had had a conversation with them and i connected with them and the biggest thing though is that like when you look at that and and you know when i left that company you know i was doing so well for them because they had people coming back for me and i one day i I had one slip up and the the head chef said to me you know and yeah head chef um said to me we're gonna fire you and i was like are you kidding me like what are you talking about this is something stupid he's like doesn't matter we don't need you we can find another you tomorrow and that was the moment in time that I said, fuck corporate companies, mm-hmm. or at least working for a corporate company. And um, so, like, that changed everything for me. And, like, in a small business, like, now it's like 
I care so much about our culture and I, and I train my leadership and like I train my staff and it's all about positive mental attitude. And when you think about like the corporate companies cutting every expense and firing people just because they can save more money, it's like I send people on vacations completely paid while they're being paid. Like Jenna, I sent Jenna to Iceland. What? Yeah, with, awesome. the, with, their, with their husband. And I sent, I sent one of our girls here, Caitlin, to Ireland. And like they're, they go and they're also being paid while they're gone and I paid for it. So like literally you do that's in, you you can't do that in corporate. It's, no, you, it's against the policy to do that in corporate. You want to feel appreciated when you you're do. working and that's of nice. Like it's nice to get that. Right. Everybody does like that pat on the back and you don't get that in corporate. Of you course. do get that when you succeed together and then that's exactly. awesome that you're going on vacation. <laughs> now I really want to work for you. Guys. <laughs> and so and so I think that's a big thing. It's like small business really really matters like that and what Jenna was saying before like and I'm sorry if if my cursing offends you. you oh, know, not at all. I, I'm a, I, I have a bad mouth. I'm just trying. Okay. To, I'm just trying to be politically correct. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, it doesn't offend me yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, so for me, so for me, like the biggest, the biggest thing too is like as a small business owner, right? And this is why I like small places like Asbury Park. Is like you'll see, for instance, uh, let's just, and this is the majority of people. When you, when you first started your business and started posting it out there and saying, hey, you know, I'm doing this new thing and blah, 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 there were probably certain people who were jealous or envious and, like, didn't want to support you or had some sort of negative, like, connotation on it, like, well, why is she – she's a teacher. She can't start a business. <laughs> and, and a lot of people think that way, whether, whether some people come forward or not. And what drives me nuts is, is that, like, let's, how many followers do you have on Instagram? Like, your personal. Uh, my – our taste of Asbury, almost 2,000, I think we're getting yeah. there. <laughs> okay, right. But that's your personal one, too? No, that's, I have a different personal yeah, one. Yeah, so I'm saying, so for your personal one. Ugh, I don't even know, honestly. Like if, you, <laughs> no. if, you had a, if you had a ballpark at like 500 or something? Probably something like that, yeah. Okay, so you have 500 followers, right, on Instagram. And so out of the people who probably saw, and I'm, not, I'm just generally speaking now. Yeah. But so let's just, like a normal person will probably have 500 to 1,000 followers, right? Or maybe 200 to 500. But so... Those people, when they start a business, right, they'll have probably like 100 to, 100 to 150 people who are like, this is awesome, like this is great, you know, uh, and share it and like it and everything, right? But then you have like those, those people who like that other, you know, 70% who just see it and don't do anything about it. But they'll go and they'll like Kylie Jenner's chapstick or lipstick, whatever the hell it is, right? And they'll go like different brands that are corporate companies like billabong and different things like that and they'll, and they'll share posts and they'll do this and they'll do that and they'll take a picture with their new jordans but they won't support small businesses and the thing is though and like what my mission is like especially in this year and we're going to start doing more like initiative on this it's like liking and sharing and like supporting small business is so much sexier than it is <laughs> showing love to nike or jordan or kylie jenner or these other companies i fucking hate that because, because it's like, so it's so fucked up, and it, it's like they don't care. They don't right. care that you just posted the picture, but somebody reposts us. We're like, oh my god, we got reposted! Yeah, we got more followers. Like my husband's count. Oh, Purple Glaze reposted us this weekend. We got twenty seven other followers. Like, right? It, those are like those those small gains do mean so much to small they business do. owners. Like, they do. whereas it doesn't matter too. A corporation like that, they don't care. They're gonna just keep trucking along. So I, I agree with that. Yeah, and we're trying to make it more sexy to support small business. <laughs> I like because that. <laughs> because because right now people don't do it enough, right? Like they'll they'll judge people for starting a business. And listen, if you if you knew me in high school or in middle school, I, I I still to this day am the biggest goofball. And so you would never peg me to be somebody to be like, wow, that guy started a successful company. You know, and so our started a company and made it successful. Like I was never that person that was like smart in school. I was in all classified classes and stuff like that too. So for me, it's like, it's like, well, why wouldn't people do that? Like anytime I see somebody who's starting a company or trying to do something for themselves now, especially, I'm like, wow, I'm gonna show that person support. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna know, I'm gonna dig into my Rolodex and say, do I know somebody who can be their customer? Like. I want to support those people and more people out there should support those people because we always know somebody, whether it's a father, an uncle, an aunt, your friend's dad, your friend's mom, a neighbor, it's somebody in your community that owns a company. And that's the only way we're going to grow because if you know, you need somebody that you help me out, then I'll help you out. And then it's also good karma. It all comes around. You know, you start helping other people and then somebody else hears about it. Right. It's just, Jenna, can you go live real quick? We're about to go on a quick rant again on this. 
This is going to be my Motivation Monday right here. We do, we do Motivation Monday for Entrepreneur okay. segment. We're going to start doing that more on our podcast too, actually. Just let me know when you're ready. What is up, everybody? It is Motivation Monday while we're on the podcast. We're in two different dimensions right now, okay? We're in two different dimensions right now. We're in the voice dimension and we're on video right now. Show Bonnie again real quick. Hi, guys. She's a savage. So what we're talking about right now, and Jenna got a little bit of it before. Were you live too before? Yep. Okay. But just this is going to be part of our Motivation Monday segment where we want to help entrepreneurs motivate them because motivation is not something that people look at and just think like, oh, it wears off or this or that. You have to motivate yourself every day to get out of bed, to do what you want to do, to fold your laundry, to whatever it is that you need to do. You need to motivate your ass to do it. Mm -hmm. And so as a business owner, it's even harder. So Motivation Monday, we're talking about supporting small business, okay? Now, most people out there, and I've said this before, like on live and on different things, but we want to make it a cool, sexy thing to actually support small business, okay? We don't want it to be something where it's like, oh, we're judging those people. Are they actually, you know, when they're starting a company, right? When you're starting a business and anybody who has a company and you know who they are, whether it's your uncle, aunt, neighbor, your goldfish, I don't care. Literally, you should be supporting your local businesses, your friends, your colleagues, or anybody you know that's starting a company or owns a company because these are the people that are in our community, right? We, I know so many people who post their fucking Jordans or, or their sneakers. Who gives a shit, okay? But your neighbor, but your uncle, but your friend, you won't, so you won't take a picture and support them. You won't take a picture and show your friend. Every time, you know, adapting social, you know, and, and Bonnie mentioned, you know, and somebody, when she mentions, you know, another company and she, have, she gets followers back from it, that it like makes their day because it's an opportunity for them to get in front of one more person or two more people. In the corporate world, that doesn't mean anything. To Kylie Jenner, that doesn't mean anything, right? To these huge companies out there, that means nothing. To a small business, it literally means everything. So we are adapting social is making it our mission this year moving forward until I'm fucking in the ground to make supporting small business sexy. And part of Motivation Monday is cross-pollinate, right? You supporting small business if you own a company and you going around and you sharing and you actually becoming friends with other business owners. That is going to make you more business. It's going to grow your company. So not only are you – it's like, it's such, it's like the, the double threat. You're helping a small business. You're showing love. You're making a relationship. And then also when they know somebody who needs you, you they're going to call you or they're going to let people know about you. And that is the biggest thing. Communities, people, that's why we are on earth. That's why everybody like naturally in their mind wants to do good and help charities at some points in their lives because it's helping people. That's the best thing that we can feel. Things like money go away and they don't matter anymore. Things like materialistic things, they go away, they don't matter anymore after a while. But the one thing that will never, ever go away is feeling good about helping another human. That is the one thing that will always be making anybody that's a human, feel great about helping. It's literally just people helping people. So on this Motivation Monday and obviously on this podcast, the whole theme is, you know, small businesses are the heart and soul of each community. Go fucking support them, okay? Go support small business. Thank you. So we just were live there. Anybody who's listening in. Preach. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm motivated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, on, and on that, so we're running a little bit out of time now, but the one thing we do with all of our, um, all of our awesome guests that we have here, Bonnie, is we have them talk about what their life quote is. Our, my life quote? What is Bonnie's life quote? Everything happens for a reason. I know it's so cliche and <laughs> so, you know, I know it is. But I really do believe that things are thrown at you and things come into your life and go out of your life for a reason. And mm-hmm. it's just you need to stop and think, what is that reason? What What am I trying to be shown here? Where do I have to go with this? And of course. I know it's so corny, but I really have, I really truly do believe it, that you're, you can... Go where you need to go, and you can get there, and there's going to be struggles, but things happen. You yep. know, everything, even if it's, you can't even see the reason at the time, you're, 
there's a reason for it. Of course. So. <laughs> and everything everything that happens, I love that. Listen, I don't think it's cli- I think I only think it's cliche when somebody says it without the meaning. If somebody just says it to say it, then that's cliche. But I feel like you really do mean it. I really do. Yeah. I think in some you like you get thrown stuff and you're like, why is this happening? And you can't see it. Right. And then you know, even like, and again, it may take a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and you go, oh my gosh, like that. This is what it made us stronger. It made us better. Those right. hardships really do. They help, so... It does. I, I really do believe in that. <laughs> Listen... That's I'd a great lo- question, by the way. I love it. Listen, no, I... Anytime... If I'm interviewing a potential team member, right? If I meet somebody for the first time in business world, I always say to them, well, what's your life quote, right? Because when you ask that question, being, being a design and marketing guy, I'm very big on psychology and understanding people. And there, it says a lot about somebody when you ask them that question. Because it's kind of like what where their where their you know fall back and their their guns are when they're in the, their backs against the wall. It's like if things are tough, well, what's your life quote, right? Yeah. And it's like your things, everything happens for a reason, right? And that's awesome. And your explanation of it was, and the biggest thing though that most entrepreneurs in the early phases don't understand is that it is so it's so hard to be an entrepreneur. It's a juggling act. It it's, it's it's being okay with being rejected. It's okay. it's like literally you know living without money for for a while like literally zero dollars <laughs> right zero dollars okay most of the world gets a job and whether they're getting paid a lot or not they're getting paid mm-hmm. as a small business owner you have to be okay with for a few years not being paid yes. right and so the biggest thing is understanding like an entrepreneur and I always say this is somebody who's like you know they they they're fucked up in the head <laughs> because they're okay with all this crazy shit that normal people are not okay with. And because they're okay to take the risk. You can see the bigger picture. You can exactly. see where you're heading. And you exactly. know, again, if you have a good business, you know this is going to be successful. Right. I just got to keep, you know, Try to stick along. with it, you know. What is your life? Can I ask you Yes, you quote? can. Because yeah. I think it's such a great question. Thank you. Thank you. And and you'll see it when we leave. It's right on the it's, – it's I have a painting of it that Chris made for me, actually, my vice president. I just, it's on the right. I took a picture of it. Because I you? came in and was like, that's an amazing quote. Everybody, everybody a lot does. of people take a picture yeah. in front of it. That's yeah. funny. I I was like, this is so perfect. So, so my vice president, um, when when I actually first hired him, before he was the vice president and he made his way up there, he uh, I told he, I told my life quote, I told him I liked it, and I was like, damn, I, I saw this cool painting, and I was like, I want to I want to get an artist to do this for me, and it came in the next day, and he already did it, and he and he's an artist, he's a great artist too, That's amazing. so yeah, great guy. But so the thing is though is that so for me, when I first started my business, I was like a teenager. I was like super vulnerable, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, had no idea, literally zero idea. So for me, like I just became obsessed with Steve Jobs. I was like, this guy was a stoner, he's a hippie, he like was literally sleeping on his friend's dorm rooms after. Yeah, like in a garage. Yeah, yeah, he was was a drop-in and his family had no money and it's like he made one of the most profitable companies in the world, right? And so I looked at his psychology and I I didn't realize, because again, I didn't go to, I dropped out of college. I know nothing about, I know, I formally know nothing about psychology. I think it's one of my natural abilities. Yeah. Um, And so I just looked at him and I was watching him talk and I was like seeing what he did and it really, it really inspired me. So I said to myself, I was like, wow, I was like, okay, well, this guy has the same air in his lungs that I do. He's walking on the same planet that I am. He has 24 hours in a day. He can die. I can die. So what's different between this guy and me? And so it really, really inspired me. And then I started to, you know, figure out like, well, I need to motivate myself and I need to have something that's going to keep me going because what I learned early on is that I would motivate myself. I'd be super amped up being like, I'm going to like, because when I first started, I was a kid. I was like, I'm going to get my Ferrari. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to start a business. <laughs> and, and then like, you know, a week goes by and you're like, damn, my bank account still says zero. <laughs> like something's not working here. You're like, I've been working so hard I know. though. Why am I not rich I'm like, yet? I've never, I've never had less sleep in my life yeah. <laughs> and I'm making, I'm making less money. So it's like, then I started to search quotes and stuff. And then, like, for me, in the back of my head, I always knew that I had to sacrifice what, like, my, my time at the moment to go and to be where I wanted to be. So I saw this one quote, and I've never been able to put it in words. And I saw this quote on Google, and I printed it out, and I put it on my, literally next to my bed at my parents' house. And I put it in my office, which was literally, I was in the, bo- I was in the basement of my parents' house. So I had it, like, you had to walk through the laundry room and get to 
um, my little office, which is like in the middle of like clothes and like all <laughs> yeah. like my dad's work shit. <laughs> and so decorations literally, 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 it was me and the spider crickets. Yeah. But, oh. And that's fact. I'm dead serious. Those things are horrifying. They are. <laughs> so, so my whole thing was, it was live a few years of your life. Like most people won't, right? Cause normal people, they don't, they want to live out of comfort. Um, to live the rest of your life like most people cannot, right? So I put, um, so my, 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 my thought process was it's not about the money. It's not about sleeping. It's not about, you know, the accomplishments. Because all of my friends at, at that point in time, you know, they worked in restaurants. And they were making cash every night. And they were doing this. And they were doing that. And it was like I had no money. I wasn't doing anything. I couldn't go out. I had to always ask my grandma and my mom for money, for, for gas and stuff. Um, so it was like I had that in my mind. And, you know... It was like that, but that kept me going. So in my head, I was like, you know what? I have to do this. This is part of it. I have to struggle. I have to struggle. And, um, and so to your point, to your life quote, it's like now knowing that, right? I've been through a shit ton of stuff, like literally probably like ins- insane shit in business, personal, everything, right? And so for me, everything that I used to look at, like why me? Why is this working? Why? Why? With a negative connotation to it. I completely changed my, my effing mindset. I'll say the curse right there. I completely changed my mindset. <laughs> you should probably start now. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I, I think now is a good time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch your so, mind, all right? <laughs> where's the dish My mom's going to kill me. Yeah, yeah. But so, um, the biggest thing, though, is like, I used to, and like the normal person's mindset is, okay, well, why is this happening to me? Why am I not making money? Why is in my personal life things not happening the way I want it to happen? Why is business not succeeding? Like, fuck. You know, it's like shit. And but, but now I have a completely different mindset, right? And my mind, my frame of mind from now until the end of the universe for me is I, there's zero losing, right? If the worst thing in the complete universe ever happened, right, with adapting social, for instance, right? I know everything it took me because nobody invested a dollar in me. I brought it to here by John's Little Ruby Tuesday Fund. Wow. So the biggest thing, though, is that like, I, knew, I know exactly what steps I need to take to go back and start, but I will do it 10 times better this time, right? And <clears throat> I even think worse than that, right? I'm like, in the worst case scenario in the universe, my, I, number one, I would never be homeless. My parents would never let me be homeless. So I'd be back at my mom's house trying to figure out the next plan, <laughs> right? So the spider With the spider crickets, they'll welcome me back home. They're like, guys, I'm back! <laughs> but, so, but so the biggest thing, though, is that there is no losing, no matter what. It doesn't matter that, and there's no exceptions on that. I can't, nobody, like, if you have that frame of mind, I can't lose. I, there, and I'll learn from everything. Every single struggle that I've had in my life, I've turned into, you know, something that's going to benefit me. And we had Brandon Novak on here, um, and he was in like the, I don't know if you know who that is, but so he was in all like the Jackass movies. He's best friends with Bam Margera. He was like a part of that stuff. And his big thing right now is he's he uh, has been clean for three years, and he was like very very bad with drugs. Like he had a crate. Like his mom already bought his plot for him. Like people took life insurance policies out on him. Like he was like in a coma for seven days. I think it was. Yeah. Wow. And like he was that bad. And um, like his saying. That are his like part of his life quote um, super super inspired me, and his was like you know um, you have to marry your past with your present, right? That's and, a good one too, right? <laughs> because when all else fails and you know how far you've come, it's like you know I'm not I'm not doing that bad. You know even on the worst day, it's like I am not doing that bad right now. Um, so if more people, not just entrepreneurs, but if more people had that mindset, there wouldn't really be people having that much depression and there would be people having that much anxiety because everybody's always fearing something whether it's their their job whether it's you know anything like people are always fearing things like this and it's like if they understood that life was not life is not meant to always be happy life is not always meant to be succeeding life is not always meant to be in those things because if we didn't fail we wouldn't think success is that awesome exactly you know what i'm saying you do and you need those failures and you can't sit there and just like self-loathe and you know you yeah. have to you're right you have to say what is this trying to teach me where do i need to right. go from here yeah and i love failure i, I, I seriously when i and i've and, I, and again I'm, I'm i'm effed up in the head with this stuff because for me i've learned that when you love like for instance like most people they focus on their competition adapting social in nine years has not focused one ounce of attention 
on our competition to date. If somebody says to me, who's your competition? I tell them, I don't care. I, we focus fully on our customers you, yeah. and our innovation. Those are the only two things that we care about, right? And when you only care about that stuff, all the, all the noise in the background just fades out, you know? Because you're putting your life and your love into this and you're not getting caught in the petty drama. Right. Of, oh, who's going to come after? If they're going to come, they're going to come. You know, you know you have a good business and you exactly. know that you love your clients and you love your job, so... Who cares? You yeah. know, at that point, exactly. <laughs> you're like, come at me, all right? Come at me, bro. <laughs> come at me, bro. <laughs> and uh, and Jenna, how about yourself? Um, you changing it up again this week? Yeah, I like to change it up. Yeah. Uh, right now, my absolute. It's actually on my story right now. Create the things you wish existed. Boom. Oh, I like you guys are good. All right, <laughs> so I'm gonna come back next time with a better life quote. <laughs> yeah, dude. Because I have, I do this. Um, me and John are like usually the constant on every show and we'll have sometimes a team member, sometimes someone will bring two people from their business, but me and John are on every week um, and he's very loyal to his one quote, but I just like, I, stick to I it. can't pick. I mean, I, I'm like, so I'm the creative content officer here. My whole life has been content, storytelling. I was 11 years old. Um, it hasn't, it hasn't always been green earrings. <laughs> I love those green I was, earrings. I was 11 years old, Amazon. Um, I'm all about Amazon. Yeah, um, me too. <laughs> I was um, I was 11 years old interning for my aunt's New York-based company, and like going to red carpet events with her and writing, what? and like all throughout school, I'd intern for like five places at a time, and wow. I had multiple jobs in it. So my, um, I'm just very into like words and storytelling. Like every time someone talks, even business to me, it's like, what's your story? Um, mm-hmm. I'm just very into the story. And I've always been that way. Um, I love that. I love the idea of creating something from nothing. You, you know, I wish something was there. I've always said to people growing up, when they say like, "Oh, I wish there was this," I'm like, "Make it." Yeah. Oh, that would be so cool if there was a book about this. Write it. Like, which is what you two did with your businesses. Exactly. Oh, mm-hmm. why isn't someone doing this? And you did it. And I just think if, for me, that's a good default quote to think of every day because I think it would just force people to create more. And make more. I love um, that. Yeah. You guys are amazing here, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We're They're so amazing. happy you're here. We're, we're without question doing a tour, too, by the way. We're oh, yes, definitely you do. definitely The yeah. second yeah. she said team building, I started looking up, like, what events they have going yeah. on. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we customize, so whatever you need. Hell yeah. <laughs> and That's listen, awesome. so, and, and so, for, uh, you know, and, and, and in conclusion, you know, first and foremost, listen, time is the one valuable asset we don't get back. Um, you know, so... I just want to thank you for being here today. Oh my gosh, thank you. You guys, yeah. have, this has been a wonderful time. Yeah, I just want to thank you for being here today. And, um, you know, we, we really appreciate our time with you. We hope to see you back soon. Yeah. And, uh, and Jenna, thank you. you. Well, well, hold on. Thank you, Jenna, for being oh, here as well. You're welcome. And now what you said? <laughs> Um, no, I just said, where can everybody follow you? Everyone so listening? on Instagram, Facebook, um, we're Taste of Asbury Food Tours. And then our website is tasteofasburyfoodtours.com. And you can look at the different tours we have. You can call. My, my personal phone number is up there. So if you have any questions, call, email me. We are a small business that we love to help out, you know? Yes. So, like, if anybody has anything, just don't hesitate to call or ask or reach out. That's amazing. And I want to end off, again, everybody who took the time to listen to this, Please share, let your friends know whether they're entrepreneurs or not. This whole, this whole podcast, we're trying to help people, right? Mainly people who are entrepreneurs, but also people who just want to get their mind right. Mm-hmm. That's what it's about, you know? And, um, you know, we want to, and I want to end off because I like what you said, though. Um, it's super, it's super cheesy. And I, and I hate <laughs> that this is the only thing that I can think about when I think about writing your own story. But like that Natasha Benningfield song, uh, what the hell is that song? <laughs> Unwritten. Like, listen, I don't care how cheesy this sounds right now. I heard that again this weekend, right? And it's like, when I, when I hear it, you know, I sing like, you know, like I own the joint. But, <laughs> but no, but, um, but it's so true though, right? There's that concept. And it's like, either way, like right now, and this always blows my mind. But like right now, you guys are sitting in the story that I'm writing, Right. And so, like, for me, everybody out there should do that, you know? Like, everybody out there should be able to do that and understand that you completely are the person that's in charge of that. You are the author. You are the writer. You are the director. Whatever you want to call it. Like, you are the person that is going to do that. If you want to get – if you want to be healthier, get your ass up earlier. You control that. 
and work out. If you want to grow a business or start a business, do insane research on starting a business and just go do it. You know, it's totally up to you. And like people who don't understand that they're driving the car, like that's the biggest problem. Like they, they think that life is just, you know, it just is what it is. And it's not. You got to think, why not you? Why exactly. can't it, you know, why, why can't not? it be you? Why not? Exactly. So you have to just do it. Just get out there. Just do it. And the one thing I like to say on that point is I hate, um, and I don't like to use the word hate, but I hate when people, a lot of people are very automated, right? So like, for instance, if I saw you in the street, which I'm sure I'm going to eventually here, um, I wouldn't just walk up to you and be like, hey, how are you? Or, or what's up? What's new? That's, those are canned responses that everybody says when they don't know what to say to people, right? It's just autopilot. So for me, what I say to people, like when I'm leaving or when I'm talking to them, I say, instead of saying, have a good day, I say, create a great day right Ooh, I like so that. create one it's up to you to create that right and when you say to somebody it's so funny i love saying it to new people because when i say it to them when they don't they expect like, what? it <laughs> yeah. did you mean have <laughs> you no said the wrong word no, no no i mean create because you're in charge of it right so everybody who's listening as i always end it with create an amazing not just day not just month but create amazing life and understand that if you're having a shitty day as a small business owner or as a person or if you're having a shitty week or a month, I've had shitty years <laughs> for business, right? And you get over it and you get stronger from it. It makes you better. So create a great life. Create a great day. Please sh- support above average driven millennials. You know, we are hungry to help people. So please share this with any friends you have and let them know about it. Thank you. <laughs>